Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. We drink tequila. We talk. Welcome to Team Tequila Talks. Talk, talk. Well, that's a slow pour. Well, because I think oh, it's not gosh. open, Sherry. <laughs> Helps if you open it. Helps if you open it. Slow pour. It's winter. I'm in my fur. You are. You didn't even bother taking your coat off. Neither did you, ma'am. Well, this is a blazer. It's not a coat. It's a, it's a, like, it's a blazer. Um, it's a shirt. It's a sh- it's, it's, Go on the Aloe website and it says blazer. Shirt blazer. It, it says blazer on the fucking website, Sherry. Yeah, shirt, shirt blazer. A blazer is a suit coat. Uh, it says blazer. Honey. It's a shirt blazer. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so cool. I like it. I'm, I'm in my blazer. Aloe coat. I'm cool. No, this isn't Aloe. This is TNA. Canadian. That's super Canadian. Because Aloe is too expensive. Well, TNA has the right price point. Cheers. Uh, it's just the two of us today. I know it's so quiet. We've got some interesting things to say, though. So we do. Don't flip off just because we don't have an awesome guest. We don't always have a guest. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes we just have things to say. Sometimes we have things to say, and it's just us. And we have a lot to say. I have to say, we do have a lot to say. <laughs> that's why. That's why sometimes we don't book a guest because we have too many words. That's exactly it. Too many words. So, welcome to Team Tequila Talks, Cassandra Gina Malin, Cherian Gonzalez, your hosts, and we are drinking. A classic margarita from classic. our friends down the street at Pink Taco. Pink Taco. Uh, L.A. classic. I mean, I remember Pink Taco when, like, Jessica Simpson was going there. You remember that? Is that Mexicali? You thinking of Mexicali? Oh. They had the Jessica Simpson margarita. You're, you're mm. thinking that's the Valley shit. Because okay. the Valley is I where know, it's at. You know what? We need to add that to our list. We do. We do. Because that's pretty a good one, But too. I would say that Pink Taco is less classic and more of a contemporary staple. I'm getting really into my uh, verbiage here. Yes. My, my adjectives. So I think that Pink Taco is... Uh, it's like where you go for happy hour. On like if you got to meet a friend who's in town and they had a business meeting and it's, and and they're like hey I've I've, I've got to fly out or I've got a dinner or I've got you know I, I I got the hard to get reservation that I'm going to with my boss but I want to see you let's grab a happy hour yeah the pink taco is a staple I it's wouldn't like the, say it's a classic because it's not old enough to be a classic no it's only like 23 years old but I think you know a classic car's not even classic until it's 25 years old that's true that's true and also vintage Gucci and um, Prada isn't really a class like vintage vintage there. I know <laughs> I mean, you, you need to hold on to it for a while but I think mm-hmm. pink taco if like you know, if I'm anywhere near the strip and I'm with someone yeah. and, or we're meeting yeah. in between and they live on the West side and I live like, like that's a great place to meet Cause you know, you can get some protein, some good protein, very central, very central. And it's kind of like fun with the trivia and like the, the games. You can, I feel like it's a, a basic, I wouldn't call it classic, but like a basic, a staple staple like where you, staple. yeah. Staple where you get an easy breezy margarita. Easy breezy. Beautiful. Yeah. We had a couple. Okay. So we do have a couple. We, well, before I get to what we, you know, the point of what we're saying, we're talking about happy hour and pink taco and, and, and where I'm going to lead you guys down. I'm going to paint a picture of this journey that we went on, but Sherry and I always refer to happy hour as the time of day. And without fail, this has become a little game of ours. Anytime we go into a bar and order tequila drink, which let's be real is frequently, I mean, I wouldn't say highly frequently, but I mean, we take days off, which is important. We do. So I would say once, at least every couple of weeks, 
we go, okay, let's go grab something. But we also have to wake up in the morning. We have shit to do. We got kids. So as opposed to a late night, we love... The power hour. Oh, we love a happy hour. We, we love, do. We, we love, love a, ha- a happy hour. Like a 5.30 reservation at a restaurant or a good happy hour is just, you're home love by it. 10. You're home by 10. And the thing is, is your babysitter comes, come a little early, they do the homework and the bath time and all that stuff. And then you get to your happy hour mm-hmm. and then you can go to a nice dinner somewhere and you get the best of both worlds. Yeah. You get like a fun happy hour somewhere and then you also get to go have a nice dinner and enjoy the, like the, the babysitting yeah. of all. And this is, this is with friends. This is with husbands. This is wherever, like I'd rather start my evening. This is, this is how old I'm getting. I'd rather start my evening at five o'clock 100%. and have a happy hour beverage and be 100%. at home and in bed by like 11 o'clock. Well, because then I find that as you know, life gets more complicated. Kids are getting bigger schedules. Schedules are only getting busier that yeah. like, if you want me to have a good evening, like if I'm with my husband, don't take me up to an eight o'clock dinner because then we're not home to 11. I'm thinking about school time. I had to wake up at 630. Maybe on a Friday. Well, that means you don't have my activity is until noon on Saturday. So that makes sense. Right. But it, during the week, I'm like, no, sometimes you got to take the date night when you can get it. Or sometimes yeah. you got to take the friend night when you can get it. Yeah. Because I, I I will have to travel or be out of town. And then I come back and I want to see my people. Yeah. And sometimes with school and commitments and husbands and whatever, you don't get to see people unless no. it's like, it's like, what works for you? What works for you? How about the 23rd? How about the 7th? How about this? How about lunch? How Story about dinner? Yeah, exactly. So you, sometimes you don't always control when you get to see the people that you want to see. And and so a lot of times a uh, happy hour fits very well into people's schedules because it is early enough that it's still in the mix of the day, but it's late enough that you can get a babysitter and kids are winding down for the evening and extracurriculars yeah. are done and work is done. Yeah. And Or you can go home. I find if you go out early, you can still go home and get work done. If you get home at 10 o'clock, like, like no, 930. No, but if I had a couple of cocktails and then open my laptop and I'm like, ooh, I have like 40 minutes to just get a little bit of extra to take the weight yeah. off of the next day. That's why I like the early because you never know right. what you can get done later. Yep. I'm a total night owl. I will work until like one o'clock in the morning. And because the house is quiet. I know. Everyone's asleep and it's like you can focus and I can get done from about 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. in four hours. What it would normally take me like four days to do. I know. You don't have distractions. You're not making dinner. You're not making lunches. I get it. I get it. I mean, I think happy houring. No Zooms. As I mean, I think when I was in college, happy hour had a totally different meaning, which was like, Half off drinks. Yeah, it's like, it's like get one free. Yeah. It's like shitty bar food specials. Give it to me. Yeah, I'm I'm of the age where Chili's, the restaurant, used to have. I used buff- to work at Chili's. They used to have the buffet ha- happy hour. It was a buffet. We didn't have a buffet for six ninety. Did not have a buffet at my university. We had six- El Presidente Margarita, and we had to go. Like, and we had to make a big. That was this. Without this was their whole shtick. Is we would have these preteen meetings, and they'd be like, guys. When someone orders the El Presidente, you better shake that shit up and yell, El Presidente! (laughs) And you had to make a big fucking deal about it. And if you weren't busy and you didn't actively have your hands on plates, you had to go with other servers who were screaming, El Presidente! And yell behind them like, I can't really Is that like the the old 1942? (laughs) No, it was just... Like with the lights? No, it was like a... God, I don't know how much it is now, but I feel like it was like a... 
$13.99 margarita, I'll which had you, a Chili's back, back in the day, day 20 years ago. Like probably equivalent to 25 now. That was, oh, I mean, like at a Chili's, that was a splurge, yeah. right? Because well, like your basic margarita was probably like $4.99. Well, that's where I landed, but then they were like $2.50 and then you had the buffet. You could take solid $20 with tip, get a couple of margaritas, smooch up to the GM. He'll give a you Chili's some shots. Now. Look, I wouldn't recommend Chili's now to anyone ever. No, of course not. But, but like in college, so this is in college before I started getting into my nutrition studies, of right? Of course. So I'd be there and and like all of my sorority sisters would come in and be like, oh, could you like slide us low key some free chips and salsa? And I'd be like, yeah, I got you. It was this whole thing, right? So everybody would come in and be like, we want to sit in cast section. And I would get this chips and salsa and... It was like a dollar forty-nine, but everybody thought they were getting the hookup because in college, like a dollar forty-nine, like it all adds up. I guess. Yes. I don't know. I mean, it was a, a big thing. I had look, I had two jobs in college. I worked at Juice It Up, which was like the fake Jamba Juice. Oh. It was like the ripoff. It was a ripoff of Jamba Juice. Okay. It was called Juice It was Up. Was it cheaper? It was. Okay. And you had the strawberry wave and all the fun stuff. And then I worked I still at the remember the names of Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, I used to be back in that we worked in a truck. On campus. Oh, it was a truck. It so, wasn't an oh, okay. Yeah. So in between in between classes, you'd have a line wrapped. Yeah. And I only worked for like an hour and a half chunks so that I had to go to class. So everyone's shift were like always coming in and out of the van. Yeah. And then I worked at the school library. So my checks were light. Okay. I wasn't making the coins. <laughs> I made a fair amount off of those presidentes, I gotta say. Yeah, I think I did a pretty good job. I got upgraded to the bar. But that brings me to my point of what is a happy hour? And I personally think that happy hour is about a time of day and like maybe you get some appetizers, but yes. when you say you're going somewhere for a happy hour, you're not eating dinner, no. right? You're either going home or you're pre-gaming. Yes. Or maybe like, I think a small minority, maybe 10%, very official number there mm -hmm. is actually just going out just for, you know, an hour and a half to have like maybe a drink or a drink and a snack, whether that is wine or tequila or whatever, but Maybe. Everybody, like we go to all these restaurants and every time we say, hey, you know, we're just, we're on our way to dinner. We're just going to snag a little happy hour. And every time, what do they say? We went out and the guy was like, oh, these drinks aren't half off. Isn't that what we he said? We don't have specials. We don't have discounts. What do you say? What do you say? We went out the one time. This is every time we ask, which is every it time. Is, it is. And they always say, oh, ah. Uh, Sorry, but we don't have specials. We don't have like 99 cent wings. And we're like, and we're like, we understand we are at a bougie Beverly Hills spot. We were not expecting 99 we cent bar food. expecting half off. We of just the are saying that we want to sit at the bar or a bar table and grab a drink because we already have our babysitter yes. and dinner's not till 7 45. So we would like to have a pre dinner drink before we go just to said dinner. Like, that's, I mean, I feel like. I, maybe maybe we just need to be more of an influence and just start telling people what happy hour is. Because even when you look at a menu, it says happy hour specials. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It doesn't say like, I mean, some I guess some places will say happy hour, but, but happy hour specials. Happy hour is referring to the, the hour, hour. The act You're, of happy hour. Because, what happy hour is like, because you got off of work and yes. you were happy and you yes. want to have like a little like Or you have an before you head home and have to like wind down for the day and do the rest of work that you brought home from the office. And right. also like bath time is no joke, right? Uh -huh. And even if you don't have kids, right. okay, you still have shit to do. You got your fucking laundry, right? You have, there's a plot look. There's so much stuff. There's so much, <laughs> so much stuff. shit. Everyone's like, well, and I think that's another reason why it's called happy hours because you really only have like one drink 
maybe two. So you're not like super lit up. You can still get on with your evening yeah. and get in, get to bed in time and be pretty responsible. Yeah, I call I like to call it a power hour. You call it power hour. I like okay. to call it a power hour because even right. though you're happy. But we went to, we did, well, basically we what to we several did, places. we went to several places and we found you guys, I don't want to say top three because we might revisit this and do this at other places too. Because I just, I found my girlfriend sent me this email today and she was like, this place has this bougie margarita we got to call it, you know what? I think we'll call it our journey to find the top yes, three. That's a good part one. one. This is part one of a series. Yes. Which is, and I think we did good on part one. Yeah, we did we great. want to find you guys basically an elevated, um, bougie cocktail. And then we want to find a classic. And then we did the staple, which I think is a great. Those are the top three margaritas. Just I'd say the three classifications of margaritas in general that you need, right? Because you want your, as we were just discussing, your happy hour mark. Your friend is in town or you've got something you haven't seen in a minute and you want something that's not garbage. It's not neon. It doesn't have a bunch of dumped in added sugars. But you, because because you do don't you don't want to crash. You do no. want to get on with your evening. You do want to get on with your day. But you want to also not break the bank. So mm -hmm. that is where the the staple comes into play, and that's going to kind of be your happy hour margarita. Yeah. And then what we're shifting to otherwise is like if sometimes you want a margarita and you want like a traditional, old school. Why are margaritas a thing, margarita? Like you want a little bit of a throwback. You want to go sit in the place that's got like the neon and the lights and the velvet mm -hmm. booths and or the, the red booths, I guess. You, mm -hmm. you want the classic margarita. Sometimes you are in a vibe where you want, we do a lot of modern takes here on margaritas. We do. But what started it all was the old school classic margarita. That old line. And your town has one. Your city. Absolutely. Your country. Absolutely. Most countries. Yes. Maybe not they don't love tequila. Um, I wouldn't We're go to Greece <laughs> and ask for a classic. Well, Comos bar. is trying. Our friends over That's at That's true. Comos is speaking of Comos, we did our very bougie. So basically, there's this whole wave of like all around the US. Like I did a little research. It's like Miami, New York, Chicago, Illinois. I know people always like, why do you always say Chicago, not Illinois? Illinois, um, where they do these super elevated cocktails where they ultra take ultra luxury ultra luxury margaritas yeah. where they use high end tequilas and mix them now obviously we like to sip anything high end i would love to sip it taste mm -hmm. the flavors but now it's like you can have your tequila any kind of way you want it and now people are these mixologists and these bar managers are setting up these menus where they have i was researching in miami they have 150 dollar Como's Extra Anejo Margarita. And it's filled with things. It's not just Como's Extra, which is delicious on its own. It's probably got some exotic salt and some it's, juju it's, and shit in there. And pomegranate juice. And I thought, pomegranate juice? I don't just would want to taint very fancy tequila. But see, this is our issue. But the world, we're, we're old school in the fact that we're like, I want to taste the flavors. I want to taste that barrel. I want to taste all that. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't say that we're true purists. We're not but true, basically, yeah. like we have decided that when people are looking for a solid margarita, they're looking for one of three things, a classic, a bougie, yes, and a staple. Yeah. Meaning like you want a classic when you're feeling authentic, mm -hmm. you want old school tequila vibes, you want a staple when you want a happy hour, you want something that's familiar but not 
cheap and sugary. Mm-hmm. And then you want something that on a celebration, a birthday, an anniversary, right. boom, or a cheap. promotion. Yeah. I feel like if you're getting a promotion and you know, you got that little pay raise and you're like, give me, give it to me. Yeah, I want to, I want to see margarita. my, I want to see my money. Sometimes, you know, you just want to see your money in a cocktail or mm-hmm. car or whatever. You're like, I want to see it in this drink. So Comos did, we had them on the show so Katin had that arguably one of the nicest margaritas. And we really wanted to check this out because we love Como. Love Como. Love it. And, you know, we also looked at uh, Catch, which, again, that was more of an old fashioned. Well, so Katine was, so... it was an old fashioned. So this is what we found. Less of a margarita. What we found is that they're obviously tequila is very versatile and you can have an old fashioned with tequila. Cause if you don't have any citrus, it's not considered a margarita. So went to Katine, I ordered the, what's called the Katine old fashioned and it was delicious. Although I do like the Rosa, they use the Rosa Reposado from Como's, which is delicious. And I couldn't really taste what I wanted to taste. Yeah. In so the beverage. This is one of, one of the reasons that we went there is because we have had a lot of these, you know, we went to uh, catch steak. We went to steak 48, uh, which is new in Beverly Hills. And we, we, we've, we've really kind of, every time we go to a nice place, we like to take a look, a perusal, if you will, oh, yeah. at the cocktail menu oh, and nice. say, what do you like? What do you have? What do you have? That's interesting. Mm-hmm. And they either don't have a high end margarita or tequila cocktail or it translates to ostensibly a an old fashioned. Yes. And that is what we were trying to explore because you know they they have these $150 margaritas and stuff at some places in maybe probably Vegas or Miami. Yeah. But we just wanted like not flashy. We didn't want showmanship. We wanted a high quality margarita. Yes. It was good. If you like things on the sweeter side, then that old fashioned was for you. I just couldn't taste the rosa in the way that I wanted to. Well, I think we like the rosa so much that we don't like it warped in any way. Yeah, and this had a lot of orange and vanilla in it, and like cinnamon, I believe. Yeah, it and was... I, I, I see what they were trying to do. Well, it's made from red wine, French red wine oak barrels. So I don't know. I think go try it, Katine Old Fashioned. If you've never tried the rosa and you're trying to get into like certain tequilas, I would definitely tuck. It definitely tucks it to where you don't really know kind of what you don't get that punchy. So kind of depends on the taste, right? Kind of depends on the taste, but it was $55 or $45. It was $45. $45. So it's, it's expensive for um, a a tequila, but I feel like it was good. It was good. I got to say that over the fancy most expensive thing on the menu i actually preferred the witch doctor the witch doctor that because our other friends at guy at del mcgay our friends that we've had on the show del 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 mcgay that was the base. Del yes yes that's why you liked it it was oh, del mcgay really peach lime and sage and it was kind of so i feel like this is i feel like the 45 dollar Katine Old Fashioned didn't have the bells and whistles that you think it yeah. would, yeah. but the witch doctor came out in this cute little clay pot with like a little star anise on top with the sage. You can burn the sage. We set an intention. Yeah. And you clear your day. You cleared your day, but it was like half, half the price. So I don't, it had more bells and whistles. So I don't know. It was almost like I wanted the old Katine Old Fashioned to be, because you're spending the money. You want to see the money. Right. To see more I of a felt visual. felt like we saw the money 
with the witch doctor because yes. we got we got the Katine. I don't think it was called the old fashioned. Do we remember what it was actually called? Yeah, it was called. It was called Katine old fashioned. Katine old fashioned. Yeah. So first of all, we didn't love that the Comos was. Um, I think we just would have preferred the Comos meat. Second of all, it was a little underwhelming in the presentation. That's what I'm saying. The witch yeah, doctor and the witch gave doctor us the, the, vibes. the garnish, and it's in this handmade clay pot glass. Yes, not glass. No, it was, it was like a. Cup. It was a bit not glass. It's not a. It's like it's like in a little vase. It's a mini vase. It was a clay vase. It was a clay pot. It was a cup. 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 Pop. It didn't have a hint. It did not. <laughs> it wasn't a cup. It was a handle. drinking vessel. Okay, got it. But it had, like, I loved that the sage with it. First of all, the sage, the aromatics of the sage really complimented the it beverage did. because the sage brought an earthiness to which what was otherwise a borderline tiki cocktail because like, it had passion fruit and some, like, some citrus yeah. and, like, mm-hmm. it just... It was a bit more of a tropical drink, which sometimes you can go overboard on that, right? Yeah. But you but still get the smokiness of the Del McGay in it. It, it kind of earthiness. Yeah, yeah. And with the sage. And also, I feel like sometimes when you smell smell something before you drink it, it kind of puts you in the zone. So to me, that was a well-crafted, whoever created that at Katine, well-crafted presentation. It's almost like I wanted them for the Katine Old Fashion. I want to see the Rosa bottle and top it off. Oh, I need like a some, floater. Yeah, yeah. I need it to be mixed and then one more top off. For yeah. the for the buck. maybe the, like so, uh, more of like an earthy grated nutmeg or like so, something that's a bit more earthy. or a chestnut or right. I don't know. Right. I just need more. But I will say that maybe what you were looking for then is the presentation and the vibe because the vibe of Katine is amazing. Yes. You feel like a celebration when you're going there. So I would say it's definitely worth going. But my tip for this would be if you're looking for a bougie margarita. Maybe it's not the most expensive margarita, but maybe find somewhere where that expensive margarita is available because they're looking to elevate their game. Yes. So I feel like that's a good idea. I mean, I think the ambiance is carte blanche. I mean, the it's like Tulum. It gives you to if you're I've never been to Tulum. But it, I've seen everyone in the pandemic in Tulum. So I feel like I've been to Tulum. Mm-hmm. It gives you that vibe where you're in the forest with the yeah. bamboo. And so it is a place that is definitely sexy and that I would go again. I just would order the witch doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. So well, good. the other thing that we were looking at is obviously Mexican food is a staple. Yeah. It is a it is a must do in Los Angeles. Not to be confused with our staple margarita. Yes. But looking for a traditional classic margarita. I think that, you know, you can go to certain parts of the world and Mexican food is not as big of a thing. But in California, you just gotta. It's almost like I was in New York and my husband was like, hey, this new Mexican spot that opened up and has a line around the corner. I'm like, no one knows how to do Mexican food in New York. York. Absolutely not. You are so far away from the border. It's not even Sorry, New Yorkers. funny. Talk to I me would... about Puerto Rican. Okay, food. Some, yeah. Oh, yeah. some Dominican food, some Haitian food. That's what I was going to say. Yes. Even Indian food, some po- um, Polish food. Like food, oh, yeah, but they just don't do good Mexican. I make any sense because New York actually, is a melting pot. It's a world class city. You it's think so that fun. they nail all of it? I think as it travels up the coast from the border of Mexico, I think it just loses its flavor. 
it loses the like, yeah, the flavor. It just loses something. It gets too East Coast it. Atlantic Ocean. We need the Pacific Sea of Cortez. Like more Caribbean because Caribbean do south. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It gets more Caribbean. Like if they're like, oh, here's a like chicken taco. Plantains or a roast, uh, a roast con pollo oh. in New York. Oh, Hit. goodbye. Caribbean yeah. food in yeah. New York is like, it's unbelievable. But my husband's like this taco and I had the taco and he's like, you put yourself in a mindset where now you're going to be underwhelmed. Cause now you're saying this is not LA or Texas. But so here's the thing about that is Texas and LA Mexican are well, Texas. very different. Yes. Very different. Texas and LA Mexican couldn't be more different. It, other than sure. the fact that they both maybe include some of the same language on the menu, like taco. Yes. But Mexican food in Texas and Baja food in California, I like them both. I gotta say, I originally always thought that Baja food was not as good as Tex-Mex. And then the more I learned about nutrition and the more I studied nutrition and clean. started coming to California when I was in college and, you know, having it's completed clean. some of my nutrition studies, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> if it's not drenched in like like gravy yeah. and cheese and is you know it depends on where you get it. it is. I definitely think there's more. I still to this day think that there's more flavor with Tex-Mex and with the with central Mexican food. However, if you just want to eat some tacos and not feel like shit, Baja's probably the way to go. Hello, so it's, it's just like, you know what are you looking for here? It's what do you I mean, look, I'm never gonna gravitate at the age that I am now towards like yellow neon nachos. Like I'm just yeah. not going to do it. Plastic cheese. Plastic cheese that like clogs your arteries and like your intestinal lining and stomach. And the digestive process of that is like crazy insane. Yeah. And the amount of sodium, it's like 60% sodium. That it, they, yeah. they, they need well, to it's not real food. It's not real food. So it's like when I eat nachos and, you know, they have tacos El Bonita by where I live, it's a taco truck. And it should be a restaurant, but they just have so much fun and they make the best nachos. Yeah. It's handmade tortillas, fried with whatever your meat is, onions, cilantro. It's like all the fun stuff. No hot cheese, no yellow cheese, no neon cheese. Well, you can get, I think, again, this is like, where are you sourcing your food? We always come back to this mm-hmm. here at Tequila Talks. But you can also make nachos at home. And you're still going to satisfy that craving without, totally. you know, like w- you're still going to satisfy your craving without really feeling like garbage. I, you know, I still, when I go home, sometimes I'll go to like a wedding, uh, like a rehearsal dinner and they're like, oh, we're going to this classic Tex-Mex spot. And do I just refuse to eat anything? No. But do I get the fajitas and, and skip the fried stuff? Yes. Yeah. Do I skip, like, do I do I try to take, it's everything that we do, everything that we talk about here on Team Chiquillo Talks is always about just taking steps in the right direction. Yeah. Nobody leads a perfect life, no. right? Nobody has to have, like, no, we're not a hundred dollar record. Yeah, no, no, no. And speaking of fajitas, that's what we shared at Casa Vega. We did. Which is our El Clasico. <laughs> so our traditional. Our traditional. Our classic. Now, Freaking Casa Vega. When did that, they open? 1956. That is over half a century old. Way older than me. Yeah, check and you. Yeah. <laughs> um, opened in 1956. His parents, um, Ray. So, so he's, his name is Rafael Ray Vega. His parents had even an older restaurant in downtown LA on Olvera Street in the 1930s called 
cafe caliente. And I feel like that's very 1930s. I think of Ricky Ricardo when I think of cafe. Yeah, that's right. You know, it's like, it's like, it's a cafe that's hot, which yeah. means, and back then hot and spicy meant Spanish. Right. So that was, and even though I wouldn't say all Spanish cuisine is very spicy, but when you definitely think of like Mexican food and you think of like their spicy salsas. So I feel like that's a good name in the thirties, but it sounds basic as fuck now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wouldn't go to a restaurant called Cafe Caliente. We wouldn't um, go. No, we wouldn't go. That's not true. I need to, uh, listen, what's the Yelp review look like? I need to know what it looks like, what type of food it is. I need to know, like, is it being ironic? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not opposed. I, I'm not going to discriminate on a name. Sometimes, I, sometimes I will discriminate on a name. Like, I'm put anything. <laughs> like pink taco, it makes sense. Costa you know what Vega, that means, right? What is pink taco? Oh, oh. It does not mean that. <laughs> yes, it does. No, it doesn't. A pink taco means a vagina. That's not what they named pink taco, pink taco. That is why they named because it was being ironic. This is what I'm saying. They named it that because it means vagina. But what they actually do at pink taco is they take red onions and they pickle them. And so when you order pink tacos, they bring you the, the tortillas are not pink, but they bring you regular tacos, but they have the pickled red onion which on them, very pink. which is a pink taco. But it, it was like it was a joke. Some nice. some some guy thought he had a sense of humor and was like, I'm going to name my shit pink taco and painted the whole building pink. True story. I'm not making this up. That is so disgusting that yeah, I actually but you can't. Know what? I get it. I can still I go there. So, so look, I, knowing that now, I'm not going to not go there. <laughs> I mean, now that I get, now I'm going to tell someone like it's pink. It's it's coochie. <laughs> it's like pink taco. Well, I think you know when you are in your city, your town, like you got to find. There's there's always these mom and pop spots, and a lot of times the mom and pop spots are. The places to go because they've got their abuela that mm-hmm. know that had their homemade recipe. Yep. I remember the best margarita to date that I've ever had in my life. I was in Mexico. Makes sense, right? But that we um, didn't. We were at a house, and the house was um, came with a chef and a i'm gonna use this term lightly butler it wasn't really like a butler it was just like it was like a it was like a housekeeper and a chef yeah yeah it was included in in the house and by the way it wasn't a super fancy house yeah we got like 14 girls so we're like man if we split this 14 ways like oh my gosh and also we went to puerto vallarta which is not cabo right (laughs) and we just said let's just go to mexico and hang out with our friends like this is not about bougie cabo whatever yeah and so we went and I still remember her name. Her name was Patty. And she's like, I make you some margaritas. And we're like, oh, we didn't, we didn't buy margarita mix. We didn't buy like, like we didn't buy this mix. stuff. And they were like, they, they didn't laugh at us, like, but they were so dismissive that it was kind of funny. Yeah. And she walked out and plucked oranges off the orange Hello. tree and mm. pressed them. And we were like, what the fuck is this wizardry? Yeah. It was the best margarita like I've ever had. And now I kind of try to copy that because we have citrus yeah. trees and we have grapefruit and lemon and orange and lime and, and mango and peach. And some of the trees do better than the others, but I don't even buy you don't juice have- or anything anymore because I, I go, well, what do we have? We have grapefruits the size of my head. Awesome. We're drinking Palomas. Yeah. Well, I feel like tequila is a natural plant. So you want to do natural vegetation or fruit to go with a natural. I feel like the moment you put Sunny D and I mean, look, I'm in college. Sunny. I did. 
I had Cuervo. Not even real orange. I know, but in college, it was like $1.99 and like Target. And I would get the big jug, me and my roommates, and we were like Cuervo and Sunny D. We were bougie because we were bougie. What was the less bougie version of that? Oh my God, it was just straight Cuervo if you couldn't afford a juice. Um, $1.99 Sunny D. Yeah. Bag of navel oranges for $1.99. Well, at the time, your brain doesn't compute. Yeah. Your brain actually, because I feel like when you're in college, these kids, well, I was that kid where I was like, ooh, squeezing an orange, too much effort. I just studied for 10 hours. I just worked two shifts. Like it's time for me to go. So I feel like for me, anything that has to do with natural, fresh ingredients versus artificial. Massive difference. But I like to enjoy my drinks these days and I like to taste all the flavors and I just don't like to have like, you know, I can taste art. Like it's so weird when you get older and you start to learn about food, you can taste it and it actually is gross if you think about it. Like my mind to, if I think of something that's disgusting before I take a bite of food, then the food's disgusting. Even if it's not even within the realm. Oh of yeah, mind over matter, right? Mind over matter. Where if I know what I'm eating is clean, it tastes better. And one of the reasons that I find like this mind over matter tasting thing interesting is because we went to Casa Vega in search of our traditional yes. canal, and we got the Tarantino because it's Los Angeles. Hello. Casa Vega is a, a classic. classic. But then, you know, while we're on the search for our high-end upscale margaritas, we flip the page on the menu and they have a premium margarita page. And we're talking about a Casa Dragones in 1942. You got the Los Los Dragones. I got the Los Dragones. Which Which came with the aloe vera leaf in it. It Yeah. And you got the Dawn, which is the 1942. 1942 cocktail. So I used to go to Casa Vega when I was... When I first moved to Los Angeles and I would go to Costa Vega because it was right next to this place that I went all the time and they have like a purple margarita. And this was before my head, like I was like 21. (laughs) I mean, this is like, this is a while ago. And Casa Vega has this whole menu of margaritas. They're basically like, whatever you want. You want the shit, we'll give you the shit. You want the high end, we'll give yes. you the high end. You want the basic, we'll give you the basic. But they're, I would say they're high end. The Tarantino, the Don, the Los Dragones. The Los Dragones was actually fantastic. Delicious. But the Don, the 1942. Was a, was a little sweet. It was a little sweet. It, it was wasn't a- for us, I don't think. And, and that just goes to show how... They were made the same yeah. way. But the Tarantino was good. The Tarantino was really good. Yeah. But the high-end margaritas were made the same way with fresh lime juice and, you know, yeah. they're just using different tequilas. Mm-hmm. But I think what we reinforced that night was that we prefer silver tequilas for mixing. Yes. And reposados and añejos for sipping. Because I think when you add juice they're to so añejos and reposados, it it's already kind of sweet. To me, they taste sweet. And anejo, it's rich. Yeah. It's rich. So then when you add like an orange, it just makes it even mm-hmm. sweeter because it picks up all the notes. Which was kind of our issue with all of these fancy old fashions that we were having. Yeah. And they're punchy. It's like, it's like, a, a, and yeah, I catch and contain and stuff. Yeah. But I would say that, you know, my Dragones, I, I, I mean, we've, we've talked about Dragones on the show before as well with our friend's milk. And I, I got to say that. I really like Dragonus. I can drink it. I just think that Dragonus is a really solid tequila. It's I good. can drink it plain. 
I kind of like it. I think it's so versatile. It I think is. it is kind of like the gin of tequila. It is. Because it is, you you really can mix it with anything and it tastes really clean. Right. Without being overpowering. Yeah. Um, that said, I usually don't shoot or sip silver tequila. So the Hoven, I was, what I was telling you that night, the yeah. Cusco Hoven that I had in me, me and my husband was just in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And he brought it out and I was like, what's that? He's with the Hoven. I'm like, isn't it's all Blanco? He's like, no, 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 no. There's Casadronos Blanco, right. and then there's the Hoven, right. and it tastes like. And I'm not even joking. Maybe it's my taste buds because I tasted orange candy. I actually tasted candy and like cinnamon mm-hmm. and vanilla. And my husband had like other notes, like he was more spicy. And I was like, I'm tasting candy. And I went and bought. Obviously, I got it back home. Went and bought a bottle. It ain't cheap. I mean, it's definitely it's not cheap. <laughs> more expensive than the Blanco Casa Dragones, but I feel like why would I ruin that? Yeah. And I sipped that with my dinner. I just have no desire to ruin it. And I understand the idea of the ultra luxury tequila. I do. Well, but this like the the Los Dragones was only like 18 bucks. I was expecting it to be way more because when you get a shot no, of no, no, no. Dragones. Your, no, your, your Los Dragones was $34. So it wasn't. I disagree. Ma'am, you forgot about the tab at the end of the night. <laughs> you forgot. It was so good. She thought it was $18. I, think it was $18. I was like, oh, what's that? No, I, maybe he didn't charge me correctly because I, I remember when I looked at the bill, I was like, yours was the only one that was expensive. The Don Julio was 26. Los I know, I know, but he only charged me 18. So I, it, that might have been a mistake. It's because you cute. Oh, he had, he had little hearts. <laughs> we're, nice. we're nice that night yeah, you did a photo shoot in the bathroom uh, I, I did so the other thing is is we circling back to pink taco we go to pink taco because one of my favorite things that they have there is they've got basically like a green juice margarita for brunch so good after you work out go there well that's the thing is i will go and work out on a saturday morning and do like our gym is right above Pink Taco. Yes. <laughs> Don't Google. Don't Our Google. friend Jay Glazer, his gym, uh, who we had a few episodes ago, yeah. uh, they rent the back of the Pink Taco building. And the amazing thing is, is it's always super quiet uh, for brunch. So we will go in and do our workout and then we kind of have Pink Taco for ourselves while they start to open up and stuff. Yeah. And you can get a green juice margarita and they fresh press cilantro and cucumber. And it's not sweet because it's just the earthy greens and they put some tequila with a tahini rim and you just you're you just feeling like it's a saturday it's i'm weekending i feel like that could be it. called like an antibiotic i just feel like that a drink, probiotic on pro, a probiotic then because I, i've gone there with you had the green one after mm-hmm. we after maybe you worked out i met you there not sure <laughs> one of us did all the hard work. one of us did all the hard work and i was like mm, this is good it's earthy it's not sweet no. So, but I'm sure they can add agave if you want. But I like that they have another another thing that I like about Pink Taco is that they do have like the the regular margaritas and then they have the nicer stuff with the fresh juices, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. So you've got options, yeah. you know, and I think that finding the margarita for you in your city, it's more about like what kind of experience do you want to have? And it's less about the margarita itself. Well, because not every day I want a high-end tequila. No. So it's not about the drink specifically. It is about the experience you want to get because I would order a Comos Rosa Reposado neat. Yeah. Or I would get the Witch Doctor Doctor Margarita and I still feel like it would celebrate and I get what I wanted out of the evening. Satisfy you. 
but it, it was not necessarily the most expensive drink on the menu. And with pink taco, it's like, maybe you want fresh, but easy. And just like something that's available. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we had a pink taco back at the Cadillac and elephants in parade. And one of them was definitely a old fashioned. It was a Del Maguey. I think they were both. They Del were Maguey. both Del Maguey. And so shout out to our friend. Shout Deb out at to, Del Maguey. Yes. Um, and I do think tequila is like the every, whatever you feel like beverage. I always tell people it's like whatever mood you're in. Because I feel like you can go really deep down some mezcals and you get really deep down some really good anejos, really deep down reposados. And you're mixing Blancos or even now the Casa Dragonas Hoven. I sipped that. My girlfriend was over the other day. I brought a couple of glasses of that. And I was like, she was like, this is nice. And I'm like, now I'm on that train. So now it's like, I'm trying out the, all the Hovens only right now for Blancos. Oh, yeah. Well, that's kind of a new market. Yeah. It, it is like the Cristalino. Yep. Yeah. 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 Hmm. We didn't try any margaritas with, with any margaritas with Cristalino. I haven't seen a margarita with Cristalino on menu yet. Although we have another one. So part two, we got to head to the South Bay. You want us to go all the way to South Bay? It, I didn't make the rule. I didn't make the restaurant, but they have like a hundred and forty dollar that we can split. We're economical. <laughs> we're not gonna get we're not gonna get two of those, but we can split and it's supposedly the best margarita. So we'll see. Do you know the margarita that my dad always used to drink? It was called a sangria swirl. So it was a margarita, the frozen shit that came out of the machine. I'd actually, you know what? We need to recreate this this summer, but Mm -hmm. the healthier version. But the healthier version? And then what they do is they take sangria and they swirl it and it comes in this goblet of margarita. That was like my dad's thing. Mm. And it was at the local Mexican restaurant that we'd always go to. So you you get a frozen margarita, which we would make our healthy version of. Yeah, we could do that. And then we're going to do a sangria, like again, a homemade... Hello, I have access to red wine. Hello. Um, and we'll do we'll do like a sangria swirl with it. And I just I feel like Ooh, that's that something worth tasty. exploring. But instead of dumping sugar and sprite in no. the sangria, which I hate when no. you go somewhere and you're like, what's in your sangria? And they're like, uh, juice from the gun. Right. That's not sangria. And that's I, not real sangria. And I want to point out that's a fruit cocktail. Yes. And I want to point out at Casa Vega, the Tarantino has lemon stevia in it. Mm-hmm. And it has fresh lemon juice, fresh orange juice, yeah. fresh lime juice, and lemon stevia. You so that's not- when you don't want to, you want to control your glucose spike just a little bit. I always want to control my glucose. Me too. I, I'm, I'm into it. I don't want a hangover. I just can't. So, you know, on that note, just here's going to be our health tip of the episode is they just released a study that going on a 15 minute walk after your meal, but specifically a high carb meal Mm -hmm. controls the amount that your blood sugar spikes. So say you go out to an Italian dinner and you're like, I'm eating my pasta, loving it. If you go on a walk after it controls the amount that your blood sugar is going to go up and then down, it's still going to go up, but instead of going up to like 93, it might go up to like 72. Yeah. And that is going to be better overall for your metabolic health and your sleep. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So basically you walk 15 minutes and then you call the Uber at the block that you know is 15 minutes down the road. Yeah. Or like if you live somewhere where you can walk, you should. Yeah. Um, that's, I mean, that's the best way to do it is to kind of walk in the general direction. I feel like I've already done the study because I've been in New York a ton and everywhere we go, we just walk after to go oh, to the next. That was Vancouver. To, it's Vancouver too. Yeah. yeah. You know, the next bar, you're not going to call a cab to go oh. three, mm-hmm. four, five blocks over. Yeah. And even when I would just go to dinner and wasn't even going out and drinking, I would 
walk and yeah. walk from my apartment. That's harder to do in LA. It, it is, is way harder to do. This is not a walkable city. Los gotta, Angeles is not walkable. You gotta do what you can do. You, you gotta work with what you've got. I know I did dance cardio. It's kind of the same. Don't get me started <laughs> on that heated room shit. Well, on that note, cheers, everybody. We are gonna keep you posted. Yes. But Start digging around in your city. Yes. You're looking for a bougie margarita. You're looking for a happy hour staple. And you are looking for a classic authentic. And hit us up and let us know if you find some so we can like Google and see because we might be in your city. We travel a ton. That is true. You Cheers. never know. Give us recommendations. See you next time on Team Q Talks. Oh, 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 oh. oh by the way. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.